All right, let's factual. run through this lineup so we can uh, talk about how they robbed so, Angela Hill. We can talk about how she got robbed. Let's go. All right. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. We in here. I'm in here with B, the lovely B, Queen B. We can get a thousand names out here. Like, I, okay. let me run, sweet loving. All the, all the names. Please stop. All the names. All right. Well, we in here. We want to touch on the fight night, uh, Derek Lewis versus Dawkins. And that was a barn burner. So we're going to get into it. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. Let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot ears, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business-minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, it's the effort I admire. You're hired, ain't looking for friends at this point. My circle is small as a point. Yeah, I'd rather send in voice than hearing a fake on their voice. It sound like a business report. Don't fuck with the business part. Other roundhouse roundtable, me, Armani T, and I got my homie, my brother. It's the ROD. Let's get it, man. Let's talk about it. Say please. That's one. Please. Don't need. All right. So we're going to get straight into the no cap recap for UFC Vegas 46. Uh, Kyle Dawkins versus Derek Lewis. And I know you already got some things on your chest that you want to talk about. You said <laughs> she was robbed. You talking about okay, that's talk about Angela Hill. Like, and and I understand, I understand where that comes from. Even like going back and looking like at the numbers, it's like it doesn't make sense. It's like I don't know. We're we trying sense. to we trying to get a, get the storyline going or something. I don't know. No, but, but you knew. I knew there was if it went to a decision, it was gonna be in Amanda's favor because whenever they was uh doing the promo it was just straight amanda they showed angela mm-hmm. one time and that was right before the fight but every other time it was amanda's highlight amanda highlight amanda's highlight so i was like i already know if it goes to this point and i think she knew that too then mm-hmm. she's just gonna be cheated again like she's been getting cheated most of her career she has the most fights the most fights in her weight class why is she ranked the way she is take it any fight so the fights that they give her, like they just they they just give her fights. So it's just like not train for. I, I remember her talking about like uh, it was a few months for the longest amount of time that she known that she was getting uh, a fight. So all, mm-hmm. a bunch of other fights that she's had on and her and all her other contracts have been short notice fights. Like all these other guys get months to plan prepare do fight camps to get ready for one person like imagine having two weeks and just training and going out there and yeah. figuring everything out you gotta get and getting some wins not getting some wins so i'm yeah. just saying like some people's careers are cradled and some people are are used to go out there just fight somebody because we need somebody to fill a spot yeah you think she's that that fill a spot no I, that's the person that they made her like that's that's the that's what they're making her at this point so it's just like if she wants like it it's it's a it's a tough tough dilemma it because is. like new management would be like one of the solutions possible solutions like because they say 
because you got Dana White that's one that says like, hey, I wouldn't wait for fights. I wouldn't sit out if I if I didn't have to. Like some people are not sitting out, but they're not getting short notice fights either. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And I hope she can bounce back to something better. I'm rooting for her though. It was like this was the one. I was like, this was the one. I was like, yes, this was the one. She got this one, and then like raised her hand. I was like, stop. Yeah, she was definitely robbed. You could tell when they raised Amanda's hand, she was super surprised. I know there are some fighters who deep down they know they didn't win that fight, but they they're happy to take the W because it comes with a paycheck. But they know you know you didn't win that fight, and these that's one that's gonna have to. I remember it was one time Kevin Holland was like. like nah, I don't know about that. We gotta run that back. We gotta run that back, because I think I think it was Stewart. Uh, he when he beat uh, Darren Stewart from the UK, and mm-hmm. I think they gave him a unanimous decision or something like that. And then he was like, "What?" And, and Kevin Holland was like, "Nah, I don't even. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Like we're gonna have to run that back. Like he think he think that he was either a draw or he won. So or Darren Stewart uh, won, but I I thought Kevin Holland won." Maybe a split decision, not unanimous, but back to the no cap recap because we could do that because it's a round house, round table, and it's an independent program. We do what we want. And this is, uh, we're going to go next to Dontel Mays. Uh, this was a heavyweight bout. This was that, this was the big guy with the judo skills that kept getting mm. the takedowns. It's nothing like somebody like having a judo background. Like you have, you have a one up at the first point of a fight every time your takedowns are there like people can grab you any way they want you can just move your hands wherever get those right under hooks and it's a wrap for them like they're on their back Mm -hmm. this man got six takedowns normally in the ufc you probably get like one or two takedowns amanda nunez fight that we were just talking about that was uh one takedown a piece and this was around three tko pretty much got it at the at the end um, I thought he was playing with his food for a little bit, but uh, I realized that Josh Parson, he's a dog. I went back and looked at his, his history and I was like, okay, that makes sense why he was just fighting through that. That was good defense. Dante Mays, one more fight and he should be like really looking into the rankings. Like, mm-hmm. and that's going to come with the, you know, we was talking about that management aspect. Yeah, I hope it works like, out for him. That's going to get get people from you know taking the wrong fights like not a fight that you know you're going to lose but essentially a fight that uh where you can see that it's uh it's an even matchup in a sense of like reach and experience time on the mat like sometimes like some people want to just fight anybody so like you have these older guys that'll just be like i'll fight anybody and they'll give them those super mm-hmm. super green guys that don't know you know really what's going on and they'll get dominated those are the kind of guys that I seen, especially speaking of guys like that. That was uh, Jeff Neal was one of those guys from UFC two six nine, who they just kind of just threw him in there. I'm blushing. All right, I'm. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, I know. So that was one. That was one from the prelim. Another fight that stood out to me was the Charles Jordan Andre Ewell. He got his behind kicked. It was just so bad. He was just in survival mode in the last round. It was not looking good for him. He looked like he was not supposed to be there. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. He looked like he didn't belong there. Like he thought this is what he wanted until he got in there. (laughs) And it was like, nah, (laughs) nah. Yeah, you shouldn't be here right now. And some I see a dude fighting for his life in the first round and the other guys just kind of like just 
you know, he might eat a shot or two, but he's just mm-hmm. like taking it and he's staying calm. I know how that fight is going to go. Like, <laughs> I know exactly how it's going to go. He wore himself out and he was pretty much gassed second round and on. He was. Yes, he was. Like, he was just trying not to, I think he was just trying not to get submitted. But that, it almost happened a couple of times and he was just surviving yep. at, at that point. Second round, he went into survival mode because he, he didn't have yeah, any other modes. <laughs> So that's what I go back to being saying, like about being well-rounded. Uh, yeah, you got to work on some other stuff, not just that one thing. Charles Jordan was 150 total strikes, 59 strikes for Andre Ewell, and 137 significant strikes for Charles Jordan, and 56 significant strikes for Andre. So he got one takedown, but it's just like he really put the work in to like. And put hands on him. So to me, it's just like, was he playing with his food or was he just really trying to put on a show? But to me, it's like he put on a show. He displayed well-roundedness. Charles Jordan, he showed those things. A lot of people, when they see a specialty, like for him, it'll be boxing. They want to do stand up the whole time because I want to beat you at your own game. I don't want to take you into my world. I want to beat you in your world. I think that's a different kind of defeat when somebody defeats mm. you in your world versus theirs. And I think that's what he was trying to prove. Oh, that makes sense. That, ooh, see, oh my goodness. Y'all see that? I know y'all see that. I know y'all see that, she, how she connected that. I'm There's just hyped. I'm just hyped. Phenomenal women out I'm just hyped. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. You done? So, all right. so next, see how she, just like we can get into Justin Taffa, Versus Harry Hunsucker. Yeah, first that's round. what I just clicked on. That was first round. Yep. First round TKO. And uh, that was unexpected because I thought Harry Hunsucker really was, uh, he was one of those guys that seemed like a veteran guy. When the veteran guys go up there, I don't know. It's either they're going to have a really a great night or they just, <laughs> or they're just going to get punished to the but point they, where yeah, they're, they just they're questioning. <laughs> I think for this one, Justin had to get the knockout in the first round because I think Harry might have better cardio. So whenever you're going up with somebody and you think their cardio might be better than yours, you got to get them out of there quick. Otherwise, you're just going to get out cardio, like what happens in a lot of fights when they can't be finished. And then he would have got submitted probably or TKO'd in the third round, but it didn't go that way. He got in, he got out, he knew what he had to do. Five Total strikes. We're just going to leave that right there. Yeah. That's <laughs> Batman. Badman. Mm-hmm. That's, no. that's his name. That's his name. That's I'm his sure name. you don't pronounce it like that, though. That's his name. That's, no, I, I pronounced pronounce it, it how, they, how, how, they, how they say it. Badman. you switched it. That's no, the that's, first time pro- you didn't I, do that. I pronounced Ooh. it. I pronounce that how it's read and how it says in the. You put uh, a little accent on there, like you tend to do. What? What do you mean? Yeah, you know what you did. Badman. No, now that's say a, it how you a, said it the first time. That's a, that's how, that's how I say oh, it. We about to talk about Gerald Mearshart real quick. Dustin Sofus was winning the whole fight. Mearshart just came in with the submission. I, hey. You got to know how to defend those because if you don't, it's just gonna be an easy <laughs> win for people. I think that. If you don't want to learn jujitsu, please learn how to get out of simple like chokes 
or something, defend a yeah. takedown because it's going to save you in the it, future. Yes. 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 That's almost like putting your hands up in boxing. That's it. That's the same thing. Essentially, like the defense that defenses that you have are, are is the difference from you staying in a fight for a long period of time or a short period of time. And whether it's on whether it's your decision or not, because mm-hmm. there's people that have like really good defense, but not really good submissions. And those people stay alive, stay alive. You know, like Izzy and Kevin Holler was staying alive. Well, he fought Bronson. <laughs> he was staying alive because he was getting out wrestled. He had his man on the ground. Like Bronson looked phenomenal in that match. And then Bronson got back in the gym, which was great because he needed to do that. Yeah. Kevin Holland should have did the same thing. Because when Kevin Holland fought next after that, and I know it ended in a no contest, but Kevin Holland, you wasn't going to win that fight. You were not, you didn't show up with your best that day. It was it was not going to end well for you, and it didn't. Luckily, it came back as a no contest. But that's because y'all banged each other's heads. So, <laughs> got out of that in one. the gym. Got out of that one. Yeah. So you want to talk about Cub Swanson? Cub Swanson. Cub, Cub Swanson, like he looked different when he faced Chikadze. Yeah. He, he he looked had different. To win. That is exactly that. That's the point. The point for this one is Darren Elkins and Cub Swanson. Uh, Darren El- Elkins needed this one, you know, to continue, you know, doing his thing because he was he was yeah I think he had one or two wins prior to that. Cub mm-hmm. Swanson absolutely needed this one, and. It wasn't, and Cub Swanson came in there with a whole different mentality as if, like, he won before he even threw a punch. He very much did. So it was first round uh, TKO. No, you want to? Cub Swanson, he had to win because he had his whole family there. He had all three of his kids and his wife sitting in the front row. Cub Swanson, if you don't win, you got to hear that from your kids and your wife. Not saying that'll be a great thing, but you don't want to lose in front of your entire family. Like he had extra pressure, and I think he utilized it to his advantage because he did win, and it was in the first round. He looked like he could have walked off and went into another fight the next week. Uh, I think it was just who he was fighting because he could have came in that same. He didn't have that same energy when he when he fought Chikaze, and I don't remember them talking about his family being there, and he didn't go out the way. Nah, and that was a different situation. Either way, it don't even matter. Either way, we're not talking hey, about that fight. That's we why I like I, don't, I can't I won't be putting too much stock into that because like it's gonna be times where people bring their family and you know what I'm saying and, and and it might not go your way, but at the same time, it's like like don't like put in stock and all that pressure on your family. Like I feel like it that sucks. adds so much. It, yeah, it <laughs> sucks because like, if you lose, it sucks, it sucks that much worse. But he didn't, he won. Yep, got the dub in the first round, he got the dub. And hey, he was relentless. Yeah, he was relentless <laughs> that night. So, so it don't matter in the past. We talk about this one. He won that one uh, mm-hmm. versus the damage. So, and he looked. I don't know. He looked like he just looks surprised all the time. Next, we're going to get into Diego Fierro. <laughs> I like to leave it off with notes like that sometimes. <laughs> versus Gamru. This one was a second round TKO. Gamru was super dominant in his fight, even to the point of screaming. To get past everything, I think he called out a top five. I, I can't recall it, but he called out, he wants somebody, he wants somebody uh high up in the rankings, 
which was a great call out. You know, he's lightweight. You know, there's a lot of guys that's in there that's hungry. Hey, is this the guy who won from the knee to the thigh? No, knee to the stomach to the side. I think this is him. I think this is him. He won. Uh, he ended up taking his bet and gave this nasty knee to the side. Oh, and, and the referee when he stopped was on it. The, and the referee yeah, stopped but, it. Yeah, but he didn't know what happened. So he hit him one more time. When I saw that knee, I was like, that <laughs> looks terrible. It looks awful. It looks like he's like feeling it, it right now still. It, he's still <laughs> feeling that right now. And he said he worked on those knees, and I'm sure he did because that is a very vulnerable part of the body. And so for him to get, he cranked that thing all the way back and put some power into it. If you go watch that replay, he cranked it, and it got him the win. But mm. if he if he hadn't, it was looking real rough for him. Either way, he was showing like like pure dominance throughout the whole thing. So it was almost you almost like knew how it was going to go. You just was waiting for the time for it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for me, like, I, I feel like Gam, Gamroot is one of those guys that's like unexpectedly still, he hasn't leveled out to his competition level. So it mm -hmm. seems like a lot of guys that he's facing, he's just like running over him. So just give him some, give him some better food to eat. That's what, that's what <laughs> they need to do. That's the only thing that they got to do. Like, like Let's you know, talk about you know, the mullets real quick. Limos, Before you know, we get to, Amanda and Angela. Let's talk about the mullets. Cause he won. He represent for the mullet game uh that night. I don't know nobody who just willingly asking for mullets, but they keep appearing and they're coming more and more famous. And I just think it's just an accident that happened that you just gotta own. You end up owning it, you go too low on the size, and then you just gotta own it at that point. And then you just keep going and that becomes your identity. It's like the mullet absorbs you as a person, and that's your identity now. I think that's kind of the thing with Ricky. Cause now it's just him. Ricky's the mullet guy. He needs to change his, his name needs to be the mullet. Ricky the mullet Simon. Yeah, I think I think I was uh I think it's it's been a few mullets. Yeah, just yeah, popping up. Like I ain't yep. really think about that. Yeah. Yep. Really becoming a, a thing. Again. Yeah. Why? Why are y'all yeah. doing this? Because, Why? because like it's just, you know. Like it looks, it looks cool. It's a cool it looking hairstyle. A mullet, like when he, when they get it right, when they get the the fade, the size faded, and the back like swooped out real cool, and the front is cool. Like they can make it look cool. I've I've seen some cool looking mullets. You got to do it right. It's one of them things you got. You got to have the right head for it too. You got, you got to have the right. That's with everything. Ricky, I think that mullet suits him in a sense. I can't really imagine him with anything else. He got a strong face, the strong head. His oh, yeah, the beard got to go with a mullet. The, yeah. the, the hair is luscious and thick, but it's like, Ricky, I don't know if you could pull up anything else. I don't know if you could be good he, with anything else. I mean, he pulled off that W. He, he pulled did. off that that, that he pulled round off that two W. That with the via punches <laughs> like yep. like you already know that means they had to pull, pull ref had to pull them up off of yeah he got some heavy <laughs> hands he got them heavy hands no doubt about that speaking of heavy hands uh Bilal muhammad versus stephen thompson we were talking about like being heavy the whole time he stayed and laid on <laughs> stephen <was> thompson <laughs> he was dominant <laughs> the whole time i did not think wonder boy pretty boy stood a chance against this man at all i don't know how he made it to number five but hey that ranking has changed and there 
Bilal is a heavy hitter and he showed it and he stayed heavy on him. He had his man tired. He was exhausted at the end. It's just, yep. y'all got to learn some ground game. Y'all got to yeah. be, even if it's just a little bit, defense a little bit, but that's what be killing a lot of fighters, yeah. I think. When, who is that one dude? Uh, he was a jujitsu brown belt, I think. And every time he grabbed this man's waist, he just dropped to the ground <laughs> and he just stayed on the ground the entire time. And I think sometimes that's what you have to do to win the match. I got to take you into my world to win this yeah. match. And yeah. them standing up, he wasn't even making a difference standing up. So I think he was just trying to conserve energy at this point. It's just a, a lay on him. Let me just try to finish you if I can, but you're not going to win. I didn't see it as anything. I, I saw it as like Bilal Muhammad was bullying Stephen Thompson on Twitter. <laughs> oh. So it's bully, it's bully. But that makes sense. Like, cause you know, we be having a little banter a little bit back and forth on Twitter, Twitter with Bilal Muhammad. But at the same time, like he's really starting to show what he can do. And that's what we've been looking for. Like when we saw, like I didn't give him any credit with that Leon fight because it wasn't any really credit to give besides like, few punches in an eye poke and then Leon still was looking super dominant in that aspect but in this fight Stephen Thompson he gave he he took him into his world straight up yeah. he said you're a karate guy okay I'll take you down and the wild thing about it was Stephen Stephen Thompson was the favorite he was and he gonna continue to be the favorite I think I don't think that's gonna change they gonna continue to hype him up they're gonna continue to do all of that but guess what he not gonna do get back in the top five tell you that much well, see, and, and the five. thing that got him in the top five was it was a while before everybody can kind of somewhat figure out that karate style. And by that time he was knocking dudes oh. out. <laughs> so he, he, he got up in the ranking specifically that way. And, and like Bilal Muhammad, like we still waiting to see that star power type vibe. We're still not seeing it. You're trying to force it. We're still not seeing it. Just wanted to throw that out there. It's just like, like, the wins will help, but like the fashion that you choose in the win, maybe this was the one you needed to get to prove yourself. But the next one, you're going to have to make it make sense in the sense of like, are you that guy? Because like just getting wins like this is not going to save you when you start wrestling those uh, elite wrestlers. Like, so I would want to see you versus Kobe Covington, like just to make it make sense. I would say uh, Gilbert Burns, but nah, like Kobe Covington, like, because I feel like he's talented. I feel like Bilal Muhammad is talented. You know those guys that try to force the star power is just like, it's like, no, just stop. You being cringy. Like, stop. You put those weird shades on. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. Either way, great performance. Got the W. Call out who you want to call out. <laughs> Big dog shit. Like, you laid on Steven Thompson long enough. You straight bullied him around. Speaking of bully, mm. somebody hit the police this last weekend. Derek Lewis, <laughs> I'm gonna I said somebody, somebody hit the police this, this past weekend and it was legal. Shout out to Derek Lewis with the round one knockout versus Chris Dawkins. So Derek Lewis is the man and I don't blame him about those. Hey, if it ain't a three round fight, I don't <laughs> want no parts of it. I hear that. I feel that 100%, especially if the money is no difference and you're going to get the same outcome. Why I need to go five rounds? Why? Why? Exactly. I like exactly. I like his thought. He's like, hey, if it's five rounds, don't call me. Now, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. 
and he's still winning in fashion. So, and I'm mad y'all slept on Derek Lewis again. Like y'all saw this last, y'all saw the Cyril Gone fight and, and thought he was done that quick. So y'all gonna give Chris Dawkins the favorite, 150 favorite. Come on. So this is what I noticed that every the a lot of commentators and a lot of interviewers and people and media do with Derek Lewis. You try to portray him like, you know, saying this man is uh, he's just super strong. He's a force. He is a freak of nature. He's all of these things, <laughs> except for skilled, talented, intelligent, knowledgeable in the sport. Like she had to walk out because she know that's so real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what I'm saying is just like put some respect on Derek Lewis, man. Like how many more? This is the knockout king we talking about. Um, the one who has done it legally. Let's not forget that part. No, no this steroids, what I'm saying. He, all healthy. He he's he are if that if if it was the one if it was the the clean the clean rating the clean rankings he would have been one that one. But now he's saying like legally and illegally. Like the people who knocked out people hopped up off the shit. You know what I'm saying? Still, he knocked out more people than them. And that's a true accolade. You don't just knock out people by just uh, landing a lucky punch all those times. And guys knowing what you're coming there to do. Yeah. That takes skill. That takes setup. Like, I remember there was one time Derek Lewis, somebody ran at Derek Lewis. He grabbed his stomach like he was hurt and knocked the dude out. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, what? That's something kids do. That's what kid you learn that. Like that's that that is uh experience. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't Derek just say Lewis this man has and- a lot of experience. He is the black beast for a reason. Exactly. I don't like his signature move at the end, but it's been working for him. I just can't get past the the whole licking his tongue. It's just like why? Why? I get it. I get it. Me the black you know, beast. <laughs> I guess the black licking beast, or just like, or you just trying to be ferocious. If it's a beast that come out the cage, uh, come out of cage, that's trying to lick me. That's that's like this and start licking. You like what the hell? I'd <laughs> 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 be more confused yeah, be- and threatened. <laughs> wow, so, I don't know. But hey, Derek Lewis, you the man. That's what's up. Hey, don't take no more five round fights. You know you're worth king. Keep keep it up. Yep. That's real, real rap. So we got into the no cap recap for UFC Vegas 45. That's like I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> Derek Lewis versus Chris Dawkins, like I've been saying the whole time. And let's uh be nosy and let's see what's coming up next. They got Naganu versus Gone. That's what that's that's the one. Honda Center. California, January 22nd, my son's birthday. Yep. Got a young we'll be watching the fights. Yeah. Shout out young beans. <laughs> we, We're gonna be we've been watching trying, the fights on your birthday. We've been trying to work his birthday in during the day. So <laughs> we got jujitsu and Muay Thai that same yep, day. We got a so, whole yeah. day prior plan. It's already full. Not with birthday stuff, but you know, we gotta squeeze it in there where we can. Yep. We still make it happen. Um, but uh, I'm a little concerned about that fight. I'm going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> innocence. That's why it's so good. I know, but I, I think that belt's going to get passed. I don't think he's going to be able to keep his belt. I'm going to be honest about that. I don't think he's going to be able to keep the belt. So would you would you, would you you not be mad at seeing like a gone, zero gone heavyweight champion? 
wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't. I would like that. I'm, I wouldn't be I mad. Wouldn't, I'm I, saying if like, it stays, I like, wouldn't be mad. I'm, if it leaves with him, I wouldn't be mad. Like yeah, once like somebody they just need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, and they, them two just need to figure do. that out. That's between that's them at this point. Yeah, yep. I don't know. I, I really hope um, Francis Nagandu is in the gym. I really do because the other guy is. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he know he what is. he want. He in the gym, and even though like Francis ain't even talking to this man, even though they used to be in the same gym, walking straight past. And I think you think that's a little could, insecurity or something. It could be, but it, it mm. could be because they're. It's no bad blood between them, but it's just like the competitor aspect. I get it, but if you got to cut ties with somebody, they might already be in your head a little bit. And then that that little piece right there gets me a little worried. Yep. So, but I think, I don't think that belt's going to stay with him. And if if it do, I wouldn't be mad, but he, he need to make sure he in the gym working on his craft. Yeah, because it's somebody on stacked. your heels. Somebody's right up on you. They're going to be right up on you. And it's going yeah. to continue to be that way. So I really hope he is taking advantage of the time that he has and, and just staying in the gym. You know, not like Al Jermaine who just show up oh to shows and not get in the ring. Oh We're not going to keep talking. Like, no, because this man gets yeah. on my nerves. The next time you walk in to the Apex or any arena, <laughs> you should be in that ring, Al Jermaine. Oh, my God. I'm not even trying to be funny. Because no. we know how you got your belt. We don't know if you can keep your belt. So you need to... You need to be at work. You need to be at work. I'm just, I need to throw that in there because every time I see this motherfucker on the side with his fucking fro. <laughs> but he got to show face. He got to show face. I get face, that. Though. I get that, Armani. I get that. But the last time he showed face in the ring, he got his belt and he was getting fucking kneed in the face. Okay. The next time you get in the ring and you don't win, everybody going to know that you didn't deserve to be there in the first place. Which that's is why, what that's I why still I think, think. He's working. That's why I think he's working. I would hope he's working because if he got to fight, fight Peter Yawn again, Peter Peter going back with that belt. Peter Yawn is looking like a nasty fucking monster right now. He is I just looking wanna, very nasty. Like, that is, I don't that, even like, like Peter Yawn, but Peter Yawn going to beat his ass. <laughs> and that, that's just what it is. If he's no. not in the gym working, because Al Jermaine, let's be honest. If we, if y'all ain't talking about this fight, Al Jermaine, you were not looking good in that fight. You look, you didn't look like a world class wrestler in that fight. You didn't look like you even knew what boxing was. To be completely I, I, honest, see in that in that last one, I'm a, I'm not, I can't, I can't fault him on the last. I can, but I can't because one, like his nerves were through the roof. You can tell, like when you start throwing kicks that you normally do at, all the time. And you're sweeping yourself off your feet every time you throw a kick, your nerves are through the roof. Him throwing punches and, and falling, those things like that means their nerves are through the roof. Peter Young has been there before. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That what goes, that's what goes into being a champion. We and talked about like that mentality. You got an opportunity aspect. to learn that and still get the belt in the same time. Yeah, but if he's not taking advantage of that time to work on that mentality, then he's going to be right back in the same boat of th overthrowing kicks, falling on his face, and people are going to capitalize on that. So you're saying it's, it it's going gonna, it's gonna to take more than just uh, physical training. It's going to take some sitting down with somebody and really getting that, that uh, 
championship mindset together and uh I, that and being, being confident uh, in itself i don't think he was confident in himself that night either and i think that plays a huge part because when when you walk out and you're not confident it shows that's why whenever absolutely. me and you talk about uh who do you have we wait until the walkout to see mm-hmm. because that confidence it yep you can't fake confidence yep you you really can't so and i think that's what goes into being a championship player. It goes into, you need to have all of that. That goes back to being well-rounded, but your mental, your physical, all that needs to be in a line with each other. You can't yep. just have one and think you're just going to just overuse it. That's not it. If he was nervous, he needed to figure out what that nervousness was and channel that. Absolutely. So, but uh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, you need to. I'm not seeing his, his name pop up on any cards. They they rolling them out too, and I'm not yeah. seeing his name pop up nowhere. So it's just it's it's not giving me a good feeling as a fan. Like I'm rooting for you. Please don't get me wrong, but you gotta show up. Absolutely, that's the more story today. Gotta show up. Gotta show up. <laughs> Real rap. That's been another episode. My love, I appreciate you stopping by and, and coming through. I appreciate through. you. Thank and you. And you already know, you already know that is is this brown table is welcome to you anytime. <laughs> anytime that you want to pop in, you want to be on here, you know, you already know. Just it. say the word. You're more than welcome. It. I love having you here today for this first time. Uh, you know, us doing, you know, any type of podcast, anything like this is dope. I like it. That's been the show. Y'all got to see, you know, more of my fam because my son had passed through. Or, see, she about to get weird now. She about to get <laughs> weird. Let me have shut the show down. See, she was, she was being cool the whole time. I was, I was, I was like, all right, yeah, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's, like the weirdness come out. I had to do my out. move. Yeah. Had to- hey, so Roundhouse Roundtable. Hey, we going to get out of here. Hey, just know, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Tune in with us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, we are mm-hmm. there. And make sure that you uh, send, drop comments, subscribe to the YouTube, and we're going to see you there. Hey, tune, us, yeah. tune in with us next week. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable, and we out of here. See, now you get weird again. See what you get weird again for? That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace is a boy. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one has two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you do.